guys. Welcome back to Rant Not Over. Um, I'm not by myself today for once. Um, I have India back by popular demand. Yeah, I was about to say, for the record. <laughs> for, the, for the record, um, she's back because we have the most listens with her previous podcast. Just kidding. That's not why she's back. We're just chilling and we're homies and we're talking and as per last time we were talking and i was like yo we should just start recording for two and a half hours two and a half hours um we had some bomb dinner but um we are gonna yeah shout out chef re me um we are gonna talk about like kind of routine and habit and time management and like regimen and like what that looks like um but we're gonna talk about some fun shit first and we were just talking about basically guys hitting on us um at the gym and just being approached by guys in general and like red flags and do's and don'ts <laughs> and like what we're into and what we're not and mostly it goes poorly for the guy um but what was the red flag <laughs> mostly they don't have a good outcome but no i i was actually going the opposite direction when i was about to say this story oh. i was gonna say if you were going to approach someone at the gym this would be the way to do it like okay. i was really flattered and like thought it was kind the way that he did it because most of the times it comes off like really creepy and overbearing and weird yeah the only problem was like i was just not attractive yeah i didn't find him attractive um but he like waited for me to be done like with my workout Mm -hmm. as far as like that specific set okay and came over and he was like you know i see you grinding in here and like i really respect the hustle um, you know, asked me a little bit about myself, like my name or whatever, mm-hmm. where I was from. Um, and then real quick, it's why is that always where you're from? Like, is that like a normal thing I for think guys? That that's just like, like an a, opener. Yeah. Okay. Like an icebreaker. Okay. I don't know why that's a common question. Every time. Where are you from? Um, but you know, said that, asked me if I, um, had a boyfriend. I said, no. He said, do you have a husband? I said, no. <laughs> He said, that's really surprising. Can I get your number? I was like, you know what, sure. Okay, so you um, gave it to him. I did tell him likelihood, like. You <laughs> <laughs> have my number, but. No. I mean, no it's never going to pop up absolutely, on your phone. <laughs> absolutely horrible. Oh, my God. That's not how it came across <laughs> at all. I basically just told him, like, I wasn't looking for anything. So, like absolutely happy to say what's up and be friends but like wasn't looking for yeah we're not going out yeah like i'm not gonna go on a date with you like i just wasn't looking for that so i would rather be honest yeah. than him thinking like oh yeah like i'm gonna shoot my shots and be great good for you so i was just wanted to <laughs> be upfront. it for wasn't sure. like uh that chance that i'm gonna text you back yeah like, here's my number but don't no. use it yeah 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 it okay that came across Oh, yeah, I was like, damn. It did not come across like that. But that's good for you for saying that, though, because I've definitely been in a position where I've just given a guy my number just like, ugh, I hate to say this, but it felt like obligatory. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, I was yeah. like, okay, whatever. It was mostly like if I was I think out. That's a part of being a woman, though. Quite, like, yes. And like I was out. It wasn't like a sober, like I'm at the gym, here's my number. It was like a, I'm drunk and I'm out. Like, whatever, here's my number. And then I never text them, but I think it was really smart of you to say that up front to like, you know, just kind of cushion the fact that like I'm you're all not for gonna, transparency. Like I would I'm rather learning. people be transparent with me. Right. So I think that it's 
you know, you can have both. You can be honest and also not be a dickhead about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like a lot of people like to say they're, quote, brutally honest because that makes them real. Yeah. Like, you can be honest without being brutal. Well, I, ooh, that's good. You and know? I think that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Writes that down for later. No, that's a, like, that needs to go on a t-shirt. <laughs> brutally honest, but not brutal. No, but I think a huge part... I'm learning more now instead of the word honesty. It's, like, just transparency. Like, he didn't ask, like... Basically, it's unsolicited. He's not, like... Oh, I want to take you out. It's like, no, you can already kind of, you know, expect that that's where it's going to go in his head. So you're like stopping it before it starts. I think that's important for the other person. Didn't we talk about this the last time we recorded an episode? Um, that it's, what did I say? Um, I had heard someone say that it's not the goal to be honest, but it's the goal to be transparent because mm-hmm. transparency is being, like, open and honest without being probed. Yes. Like, honesty is if you get asked the question and you tell the truth. For sure. But transparency is, like, you just coming forth with the truth. Yes, like, laying everything on the table. Right, yeah. Like, um, like if you're dating someone and say, like, they have, you know, if I'm dating a guy and he has girlfriends, like, just being transparent about with that. With an S. Huh? Girlfriends. Girlfriends. Like, no, like, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I like social guys. <laughs> you mean girl space friends. Yes, girl space friends. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. shouldn't be a plural. Oh, no, no, no. Not that. like multiple, like, honeys, but <laughs> like friends, like homies. Mm-hmm. And, um, and like, you know, if we, I like, I know that up front and he's like, oh, I'm going to hang out with my homegirl, like whatever. Like there's no room for like insecurity or doubt yeah, because I it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's that. straight up. Like I'm going to hang out with my night girl. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I it, completely agree. With I that. think the honesty versus transparency is transparency. It takes everything off the table unless you're a naturally insecure person, but it's like, there's no room for insecurity because it's, I completely agree here's that. everything I have. And now what you do with this information is your choice. You know what I mean? Um, but back to being hit on. I was just telling you this little story, but, like, I was surrounded by, like, other people. So, this guy was pretty bold. And I, like, saw him. So, I do this thing where, like, if I know a guy's, like, kind of looking at me at the gym, like, I, like, make a bitch face. Like, my Uh eyebrow goes up. Uh Like, I'm, you know, pursing my lips. Like, I'm not, I'm trying to look unapproachable, (laughs) right? Like, I'm, like, flexing my arms. Like, I'm bigger than you. Like, please don't come over here. So, I'm, like, and I have headphones in, for God's sake. So, Mm-hmm. I'm chilling. I just got off this set, and he comes over and he's like, "You're making it hard for me to work out." And I'm like, uh, "I'm just." I was like, "I'm just getting it in." Like, ah, whatever. <laughs> he was like, "Where are you from?" I'm like, "Oh my gosh." I'm like, "Well, you know, whatever." Long story. I'm from not from here. He was like, "I get your Snapchat." I Red said, flag. "Um, I have a boyfriend." And so here's my part with not being transparent. I just first go to I have a boyfriend, <laughs> like. Just straight up, I don't, I have a hard time just saying no, no thank I'm you. Yeah, no, I'm not interested. Yeah. Like, and I think I'm definitely going to work on that, but that's, I've done it before. But in this situation, it was like sobering. I'm like, the gym is bright as fuck. There's so many people around. Uh-huh. I'm not trying to be like, no. <laughs> to be fair, anyone that A, only uses Snapchat as a social media. As a form like, of communication. And only uses it as a form of communication, like, <laughs> No. Get your Anyone life. who uses Snapchat that frequently is 
not transparent. That's just a fact. <laughs> I'll use Snapchat, but that's my, like, that's, like, the picture part of my Twitter. Like, it's the equivalent of that. It's, like, my dumb... But I would like, also say that you're not more active on Snapchat than you are anything uh, no, else. No, no. You know? I'm not, like... No. Like, I, don't I post have my, Snapchat. Yeah, I don't I'm post my food on that. Snapchat. My food goes on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'll post my memories on Snapchat. No, but, yeah, when a guy's, like, what's your snap? Like... Do you think I'm going to send Red you a nude flag. later? Yeah. Like, I'm confused. Like, at least ask for my number. Like, yeah, what are you planning to do with the Snapchat? That seems so, like, Child's elementary play. to yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. Nah. Yeah, I agree. Not but Instagram all day. Give me that follow. I don't care. <laughs> there was a guy a few weeks ago that was on Instagram. I'm like, so. yeah, I'm running a, yeah, I'm running a business, quote unquote. So give me a follow. I'm not going to follow you back, though. But, uh, <laughs> no, I do. And then they slide. And I do, like, I don't know. I just, I need to be more transparent. Like, no, thank you. Yeah, you can be honest without being, like... Brutal? Mean. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and I just think that people who somehow think that honesty is mean or that you have to be mean to be honest or you have to be brutal to be honest or just shitty communicators, that's my opinion. That or... <clears throat> they're falsifying how honest they actually are and they're just saying they're brutally honest people and they don't actually you know what i'm saying uh-huh. like they don't actually display that maybe they're just fucking mean yeah maybe they're just mean or like maybe they just give their unsolicited ass two cents that no one asked <laughs> yeah. for that's not being brutally honest you're just like interjecting yourself into people's lives that's not honesty <laughs> that's like that's all yeah i don't know because i'm not gonna be like I'm brutally honest. I'm blunt. Like, no. Yeah. I'm truthful, but, like, I'm not always, like, I don't know. Yeah, you don't have to be harsh about it. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I don't want to be a bitch. But, like, sometimes I will be just off of defense. Like, uh, yeah, so I was walking sure. in the other day um, from my car, like, into my building. <clears throat> and I, like, had to park, like, on the other side because there was no spots on my floor. And I'm, like, taking my time. And I see these two guys. They get out. They see me, and they start walking so slow. And I'm like, I'm carrying groceries. I'm like, whatever. They're, like, walking so slow. And they, like, both, there's, like, two doors I have to get into my apartment, and they, like, both open the doors for me. And I don't know why I felt, like, just my automatic, like, bitch mode came on. I was just like, thank you. Appreciate Mm -hmm. it. You know what I mean? I wasn't like, oh, my God, thank you so much. I was just like, I get it seems chivalrous because they were waiting you know to hold the door for me but like it was just the instant fact of like i saw you see me i saw you slow down and then i saw i don't know it just felt weird and then i felt bad afterwards because they were just like you're welcome i was like oh maybe i'm just being preemptive but But also to be fair like and this is definitely coming from somebody who was watching like shows about people getting kidnapped or whatever way too young (laughs) we're taking this turn like i'm always like hyper aware of the fact that I'm like a small woman right. and can very easily be overpowered by literally any man. Yeah, that you know is what true. I'm saying? Like a man that's my size is still probably infinitely stronger to yeah. overpower me. <laughs> and I am like that's like a legitimate fear of no, mine to be sure. like a legitimate fear of like most women I'd say to be like actually like attacked or yeah. stolen or anything. Like anything. Did I, did I tell you about that? Seriously, like, bone-chilling incident I had at the gym, like, a few weeks ago. No. I'll tell you about it later. Not on, okay. It was literally the most terrifying thing I've ever experienced. Okay, I want to hear about it. in the gym, like, fast as fuck, and got out ASAP. I literally, from the door, 
from the gym uh-huh. to my car. I sprinted to my car. Were you in the gym by yourself? Like, was it an empty gym? No. Okay. It was, I mean, like, I go relatively early. Right. So there's, like, not a whole lot of people there anyway. Right. Um, but this guy is always there. Like, I saw him this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Okay. No, All right. We'll hear about it. terrifying. And if you're listening to this, men, just be fucking better. <laughs> just be better and don't <laughs> be, be creepy. <laughs> to be fair, it's... My point was, it's definitely not all men, but I would say that, like, my defense is always, like up yeah when i'm around men in a place where it's like just me and two other men for sure for sure in the parking garage i would be my defense would automatically be up just because you have to be cognizant of it it's one woman and two males absolutely so i was laughing not at you when you were saying that like you're a small woman and like you know (laughs) you're afraid of whatever i'm geeking because i remember it was like last summer and I posted a picture on Facebook of, like, I was flexing, right? Like, I did, like, a workout outside, whatever. And I was updating my family about how fit I was. And this guy commented on it. He said, why do you look like you're going to beat up your husband one day? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like... You're like, I'll take that as a compliment. I mean, yeah. I so, like, I'm less fearful. I mean, obviously, That's I'm always so aware funny. of my surroundings in general. But, like... I'm not saying like I want a guy to try me, you know, like yeah, no one. Yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> but test it out. yeah, let's not test those waters. But I'm less fearful of like, I guess the physical part as opposed to like someone Which is totally trying fair. to break into my apartment. Just be, you know what I'm saying? For sure. It's still fearful in general, but yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was funny. I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. I'm just kidding. I'm a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> but to be fair, like I feel like that is something that. Like, when I was growing up, my mom used to always tell me to keep my head on a swivel when mm, I was, like, out yeah. in public, and I'm sure your mom did that, For too. For sure, my dad, oh, my gosh. I don't think that my parents told my brothers the same thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I, I think it's just something that's, like, ingrained in us to be a little bit more... Aware. ...on the defensive yeah. around other men. So Absolutely. it's not, like... Re- your resting bitch face is so you can come across as a bitch. It's more so like, please don't approach me. Yeah, le- yeah, don't. And for yeah. any reason, yeah. unless you're beautiful, don't, don't approach me. Yeah, uh, people thought Ted Bundy was cute too, bro. I'm not. Uh, I kind of thought he was when I was watching. It, the, it, <laughs> I thought he. Was. No, he wasn't. I don't know. I, I don't, don't know want. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Cute. Nope. Oh, I need deodorant. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wear this card again, bruh. Um, no, but that like and it sucks because so I have like um the noise canceling AirPods. And even if I'm like going on a walk in the daytime, because I don't obviously don't walk at night, but even those alone, sometimes I feel like I have to take one out because I'm like not aware of, you know, like who's behind me or something like that. Like even that sure. alone. I was in a stairwell one time with them on and like literally jumped because I didn't see the person coming down the stairs yeah, in front of scary. me. And he was like, oh, I'm like, no, that was my bad. Like, I couldn't hear you. And he thought I was psycho. He, like, looked at me crazy. But Did I tell you about the time I was followed home in Denver? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You live on the first floor. Or I lived do. on the first floor. Yeah. Fuck that. That is such a fear. <laughs> Not a fear of mine, but I've seen those videos on Twitter and where it's literally, like, the girl lo- unlocks her door, goes in, Closes her door and like two seconds later, the guy's trying to bust in. Mm-hmm. Lock the door behind you immediately. Oh, for sure. That is so terrifying. 
Y'all need to be better out here. Um, but yeah, any other red flags when the guy's approaching you or green flags, whether or not they're attractive. That sounds really bad. Um, not any off the top of my head. I was, I just wanted to tell you that story because I genuinely like thought that if you were going to do it, yeah, which I don't think that like hitting on somebody at the gym is the best place anyway. It's not. It's like let people do their thing for and sure. Maybe if the stars align, catch them. Like at their car, right? Or, or like if it's like, a natural, like a passing, yeah, but like right. to walk up to someone at a machine, that just feels very invasive. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, don't. Completely. But it's also like I use the gym as like, like I'm constantly doing things for other people at the gym. No, no, no. Oh. In in life, okay. and so the gym mm-hmm. is like the one thing that I do for me every yeah, day for sure you know what i'm saying it's like very much so me time yes. and i feel like a lot of other people feel that way hell yeah Safe that's space. why I, I don't approach people at the gym that's why i'm hoping people don't approach me at the gym right so it's like if you're going to then i thought the way that that guy did it that i told you about right i thought that was as nice as it got yeah like as yeah just be like i mean i get it like shoot your shot but just be cognizant of the fact of because there's some guys there's been like a few guys that like and I've known them. It was, like, a guy that I'm friends with. And, like, I sometimes don't take my headphone off. Like, when he... I'll be, like... I'll try to, like, just wave to him and, like, hop into my next workout. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I know if we talk, it'll literally be 20 minutes. And, like, right. that... I get annoyed. I literally get so annoyed. I feel so thrown off of, like, my mojo, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's very much, like, my me time, my safe space, like, my therapy, <laughs> basically. Yeah, sure. You know, like, I don't want that to be interrupted by conversation that I feel obligated to like just sit there and wallow in I'm like okay well. do you have a specific time you go to the gym no because we share our like yeah our apple uh-huh um activity yeah oh I need to do my and yoga and you go like it's all throughout the day yeah no it's <laughs> definitely all throughout the day so like I I mean I'm like self-employed slash like just doing a bunch of things so I don't have a schedule so I'm not a morning gym person um I why do you think that is I've tried it before. I'm, like, I have such, like, a sensitive, like, body, I guess, in general. So, that sounds weird. But, like, I feel best when I'm really hydrated, fully awake. I've already had, like, a good amount of food. Like, a solid meal. You know what I mean? Like, I... And also, I just love mornings. Like, I like slow mornings. So, like, I wake up... Do you have the hiccups? I do. <laughs> So cute. I'm trying to keep them quiet. They hurt really bad. No, I know. Like, let them out because it looks painful. That's why I mentioned it. Um, no, but I like, so I'll wake up early. Like, I still start my days early around like 7, 7.30, but I'll like make my hot water with like lemon. I'll make my coffee. I'll journal. I'll light my candles. I'll open my blinds. Like, I have like a pretty, talk about routines, <laughs> stringent morning routine. Um, and then I'll make my breakfast. Oh, also this, I don't like to eat until later. I don't eat really early, so I eat probably around, like, I'm trying to force myself to eat around, like, 10, 10, 30, um, but I could go until, like, 12 or 1, but mm-hmm. I, I try to work out between, like, 11 and 1 for the most part. It's, like, my comfortable, um, and I have to go later, I will, but, yeah, I just, like, I've always been an afternoon worker outer. like, when I did Feed Your Soul, and <clears throat> Monday through Friday, when I, you know, I was self-employed, yeah, so I wasn't, mm-hmm. like, working, and that's just... Maybe it's just, like, routine now at this point. Like, that's what I was able to do. I woke up, I had my morning routine, I did whatever, got some work done, and then I went to the gym around 11 or noon. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I just like it. 
in college, I definitely went to the gym in the afternoons, mm -hmm. but um, but I think it's more so just because of my work schedule. Like I work a typical, you know, nine to five ish. Right. You know, however the day goes. For but, sure. Um, I think if I did too, I would work out earlier because I the evenings I'm just like it's a lost is, cause. Yeah. Yeah. For the evenings, it's like. Again, I like to cook dinner. I'm spending a lot of time with my family, mm -hmm. trying to catch up with friends. Mm -hmm. Also, Aww. me time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. But, um, yeah, like, mm -hmm. if I don't go to the gym in the morning, like, I will not go in the evening. Yeah. I went last night. Okay. Because, like, just my schedule got all weird with work this week. Mm -hmm. um, and it was awful. Like, I hated it. Right. But, um, so I prefer to start my morning off that way, like, I definitely get the part where you like to be like fully awake. Um, I just operate I better. I take pre-workout. Yeah, see, I don't. But um, yeah, I I wouldn't enjoy it at all if I didn't have pre-workout for sure. Like I've tried. Don't get me wrong. Like I've tried working out that early. Like I dated a bodybuilder. Like I can do cardio that early. Like I just can't do my heavy lifting. Dude, I never do cardio. Really? Ever? Ever? Like, like I might warm up. do cardio. That's so funny. <laughs> but no, baby. <laughs> no, I definitely know the cardio. Probably like once every three weeks. Okay. Like I'm garbage at it. I wish I did it more. I definitely should do it more. <laughs> but I... Not me. Not the personal trainer telling I, you to do cardio. I hate it. I hate cardio. I would much rather be like dripping in sweat, <clears> throat> lifting, throat> than, I mean, doing five minutes of cardio. I hate hate it i get that i used to hate i hate running but i do the stairmaster as like a warm-up if i do cardio mm -hmm. it is a stairmaster yeah it's the only one or sometimes <laughs> i'll run but oh hell no i hate him i hate them both equally but i will force myself like every once in a while like i'll probably do it tomorrow mm -hmm. out of guilt yeah <laughs> but every once in a while i'll force myself to do it I don't enjoy it at all. The same thing with abs. Like, I should probably do core, That's you know, so once a week. Bitch does it, like, once a month. Like, well, I like, just don't do that. Also with lifting, too. Like, because you're lifting, that's a lot of, like, core. As you're, yeah, your core for sure. All the time. Yeah, for um, sure. But, yeah, just straight up. I mean, I... Okay, so, I mean, you see my activity. Like, I spend two hours at the gym. Mm -hmm. But it's not... Some people are like, that's so ridiculous. I'm not lifting the whole two hours. Like... It's literally, I'll do, it depends. If it's an upper body day, I'll do like 20, sometimes 30 minutes of the stair stepper if I'm feeling frisky. Like I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to basically torture myself. This but is like not a visual medium, <laughs> but I feel like I'm going to throw up. <laughs> that sounds awful. It gets intense, but like also I just have really bad stamina. I'm like trying to build my endurance. I don't know. I will say that people who are like triathletes mm -hmm. or marathon runners right. tend to drop dead when they're like 40. So cardio is <laughs> I think cardio is actually toxic. That's what <laughs> I'm gonna tell myself to feel better. <laughs> Into the mic for the people in the back. But um that's so funny. But yeah no I I I'm not a scientist. I I'm no not a doctor. I'm sure that cardio is good for you like in moderation yeah, like everything else yeah but the people who go like really hard in the paint like you know ultra marathon runners shit David like that Goggins. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's not for me 
is not for me. My shins hurt thinking about running. But I will do stair stepper. I don't know. Just to like, I like getting, okay, so here's another thing. I have really bad, like my body, my body doesn't always hurt, but like I have a bad back. And like, <laughs> listen, I love, I Mama. endorse working out, uh-huh. but like naturally, I think it's kind of hereditary. Like my dad has like fibromyalgia, like I said, back you surgery. You all of your rings. Just right now? Fuck yeah. I'm posting a picture of that today, baby. Baby. I have to do yoga too, so it's going to be 1500 Okay. Anyways. <laughs> um, what was I saying? I'm so sorry. I no, it's know. okay. No, this is like, I would have forgot even if you didn't interrupt me. <laughs> oh yeah, cardio. That's not important. Oh, two hours at the gym. So basically I'll do like, let's say 15, whatever, 20 minutes cardio. And then I'm like super big into like warming up like I do a lot of like yoga type shit to warm up because my glutes and my back are and my hips are so tight that if Uh I don't I will I mean I've literally like injured myself before because I don't warm up enough Mm -hmm. and like I've learned from that and so I need to like be super warm and fluid Mm -hmm. to like have a good workout because my body's fucked up I will say that I probably spend like 10 plus minutes stretching and then I'll do probably like I don't know five to ten minutes of like static movements Mm -hmm. without like actually lifting right like to mimic your workout so yeah Yeah, so I'll definitely warm up but cardio is never a part of me (laughs) you're like my cardio is me from walking to my car to the front door of the gym I will say I definitely walk my dog Mm -hmm. at least you know a couple miles every day just getting steps in has been shown to like I elongate your life cardio it ain't it. No. I get it. It's and not- if I do cardio, it's always at the end where I'm like, oh, I guess I'll do this. Right. But. Okay, no. well, let's get into it then. Because, like, I want you to talk about your workout routine. So let's talk about your routine in general. Like, if you have a morning one, if you don't, and, like, you can obviously get super detailed. Because there are some things where it's routine um, to where it's kind of, like, conscious and subconscious, right? Like, things that you just naturally do or things that you, like implement every day on like intentionally yeah so whatever that looks like for you um so i will definitely say like i think i still have hiccups i'm sorry oh my god if i do you want to pause no okay (laughs) if i um like i think that some people work better off of different levels of structure than others yeah i like my days to be structured for sure not saying that everyone else likes to have a routine or whatever, that a routine is the best thing for everyone. A bitch loves a routine. <laughs> yeah. Bitches love routines. <laughs> That's the name of this podcast. <laughs> Bitches love routines. <laughs> so, I, per- I feel like I thrive whenever I have, like, a, not, like, a set schedule, but, like, a pretty solid routine. Mm-hmm. Um, I wake up at the same time every morning. I was telling you about this, like, yeah, even on the weekends. I wake up at 6. 30. Hates cardio, wakes up before the sun. Got it. Not in the summers, I was telling you. Like, I love to wake up with the sun in the summers. But yes, in the winter, it's trash. Um, but yeah, like 6.30. I didn't used to wake up at 6.30 on the weekends, but the past couple months I've been doing it. Mm-hmm. Naturally? Pretty much, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, it, whenever I first started doing it, I was naturally waking up at like 7. Mm-hmm. Um I'll try to sleep in sometimes, and I'll still get up at 7. But, right. like, I just think it's, it makes it easier for me to wake up at 6.30 through the week for when sure. I do it on the weekends. Um, That's a really good point. So, I'll wake up at 6.30. Um, 
get my dog situated, you know, he's got to eat, he's got to go out, sometimes we play in the backyard for a little bit, whatever, mm -hmm. get pre-workout, I always think an emergency with my pre-workout too. I love that. Immunity. Um, Do you yes, like, yes, it's all in one mix, or you uh -huh. like dry scooping that shit? Ew. I do not dry scoop. <laughs> oh my I god. I think that is psychopath behavior when people do that. I've definitely think, done it a few times. I see people do it all the time. I think it's insane. I will say that like my water ratio is like I like to get it down in a few sips. You okay. know, like I'm not filling up the whole. Yeah, yeah. Blender like bottle. you're trying to like yeah, yeah chug it. Yes. What kind of free workout do you take? I was gonna say I just switched to this new free workout. Literally today was my second day using it. Okay. Would not recommend. Oh, Two no. out of ten. It is so gross. I feel like I'm drinking chemicals. It has. It definitely has like a great like effect. Yeah. Like I feel good going down. It literally and it like gets on my lips <gasps> and it tastes. What's the flavor? Like toxic chemicals peach something okay they said like there was two versions it was either like peach or no bullshit pink was the other flavor i'm like okay uh, yeah i'm gonna take my chances <laughs> with the one that i know what it tastes like but everyone said that the peach was better and that the pink was toxic so i don't know what's going on with pink because <laughs> peach is bad and i think i don't know how to pronounce it maybe it's syrup okay is that the name of the the, the company, brand, the product, yeah. yeah. C-I-R-A. Okay, I've never heard of it. Again, no shade to them. I'm sure they're a hard-working group of individuals. <laughs> that shit it tastes so like ass. gross. <laughs> but it um, does the job. It does, Okay, awesome. Sure. Um, Do you eat? I don't eat before my workouts. Okay. Um, but I also don't know if I would call it quite fasted because I am drinking the pre-workout. But anyway. It's like fat, like, um, know, No, I don't um, eat before the gym, go to the gym, probably spend like an hour, whenever I'm doing legs, maybe like an hour, 15, hour 30. Mm -hmm. And then come back home, then I'll eat, shower, and then I have like a set meeting every day at work at 9.30. So I'll get on, um, uh, get onto my laptop at like 9-ish, 9.15. Um work I pretty much it depends on the day like some days I probably do like three hours worth of work mm -hmm. all day and then some days it's like I'll work until eight o'clock right um which is why it's which is why I go to the gym every morning because I that's like yeah I can't it's a constant evening, you know what I'm saying right um you don't want to leave it up to chance for sure um and then I guess like other things that it's not like a <clears throat> like a set schedule as far as like routine of how or when I do it but like there are definitely things I like to do every single day yeah like, I told you I like to read my bible every day I like to read a book every day mm -hmm. I've been trying to at least get through two chapters whether they're really quick or really long mm -hmm. whatever get through two chapters of a book every single day um do you switch between books or like do you read one book until completion so it depends okay. I will always at any point in my life be reading like a physical copy book and listening to an audiobook at the same time okay like two different ones um sometimes i will go with like one non-fiction book and one fiction book but i can't do like two non-fiction or yeah, two fiction like that sure. throws me off for whatever reason that makes a lot of sense um, right now i'm reading a non-fiction book and also listening to a non-fiction book which oddly isn't throwing me off um but like the physical copies, like I can't do like two nonfiction physical copies. Right, or, right. 
it always has to be a nonfiction and a fiction physical copy. Um, right now, I'm not reading a fiction book, though. I haven't um, read fiction in a long time. I just, it took me so long to read this book, but I just finished up Cherry. Okay. I think his name's Nico Walker. I'm the shittiest person about remembering authors. <laughs> it's not okay, but I never know who writes the books I'm reading. Um, I remember one time somebody asked me who my favorite author was, and I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I'll tell you what my favorite book is. Like, I couldn't tell you who my favorite author is. What kind of a question is that? I love yeah. to read. Right. I don't know who my favorite author is. I don't even know all. the names of, yeah, any author. Like, yeah. I'm racking my brain and nothing is coming no. to it. Um, but, so I like to read. Um, and then... You know, there are things that I told you I walk with my dog every day. Mm -hmm. um, do you normally cook dinner? Like, what does that look like for you? I do normally cook dinner, but it's mostly because, like, the people I live with don't cook. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, either I'm cooking or, or no like, one's cooking. Yeah. So, and I'd, like, mm -hmm. like I, I'm like you. Like, I would prefer to share that with people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a like, love language. It's fun, yeah. It's so fun. As long as you're out of the kitchen while I'm doing oh, it. Oh, yeah. What do we say? That shit ain't a love language. Get the fuck out of my yeah. way. <laughs> I'm throwing elbows in the um, kitchen. But, yeah. And I don't normally eat, like, the same things. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, there are definitely things that I'll go back to. Like, it, I'm definitely not one of those people where it's, like, my mom is someone who I swear my life has never cooked the same meal twice because she oh, just fucking wizards it up in there. Yeah. I've definitely cooked the same meal more than twice. Right. But I, um... Like, on a weekly basis. Like, I don't buy the same groceries every week. Right. Like, I'll switch exactly. it up. Or, yeah. Exactly. Um, but... So, I don't have, like, consistent... Consistent meals there. Yeah. It's just kind of, like, whatever. That's mundane. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't think... Um... You're not prepping for a show. You don't yeah, need, You know exactly. what I'm saying? You don't need to have, exactly. like, broccoli and chicken every night. Um, and then... You know, my dog, he's a long-haired dog. You gotta brush him every day. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I mean, those are the only things I think I do um, consistently. I try to, like, take care of my skin during work because I can do that. Like, I work remote. So right. I'll do a face mask or, like, a hair mask or something during the good. day. Thank You're you. Welcome. I know. That's a great compliment. Wow. <laughs> That's like nice. it's working. I'm getting this doing the show on the clock too. <laughs> That's um, funny. But no, those are probably the only thing. Oh, I make my bed every day. Oh, should have started there. Yeah. I just got goosebumps. I what make my bed up? every single day. Have to. So is this new for you, or like, did yeah. you always kind of have that? So I grew up in a house um, that was like a military house. Mm -hmm. My stepdad. Um, is ex navy. My dad is ex marine. I did not know that. Um, so Sheesh. they, yeah, dude, my bed was always made. Yeah, every morning for sure. As a kid, I always made my bed, and then I guess when I got to college, it was like could or couldn't make my bed. Uh -huh. But I always knew I felt better when I made my bed. Uh -huh. So when my freshman year in college, like when I was in living in a dorm mm -hmm. I got into a habit of pretty consistently making my bed like it was definitely odd if I didn't have my bed made right for the day I get that um but yeah it's like I hate getting in an unmade bed to go to bed I hate it 
You know, like, I just don't like that feeling. It seems like chaos. I haven't done it in such a long time. So, like, you know the setup of my apartment, obviously. And, like, my bed is, I mean, you can see it, right? Like, yeah, yeah, it's pristine. It's it's pretty, like, but no, (laughs) I mean, like, you can see how it looks. (laughs) Like, you can see it when you walk in. The vibes are immaculate. Well, thank you, thank you. (laughs) But, like, I think I've... I was never super stringent on it kind of growing up. I think I went through phases of like if my room was clean I would make my bed or like if I was rushing to school like I wouldn't make it right like it wasn't one way or the other Um, But because my bed is so exposed now I've just gotten in the habit of like I mean my place is clean every time Caroline comes over She's like it's so clean. I'm like it always looks like this like (laughs) just generally because like I've noticed um there's not, if you just pick up as you go, nothing will ever accumulate. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but yeah, so I make my bed every single day. It's like maybe the second or third thing I do. I'll run through my morning routine too, but I like, it's funny. I realized how ADD I was today. I don't know if it's ADD, but like, I'm going to call it that for a second. To where I literally woke up, like went pee, and then I went to like start to go make my bed. And then I like walked over to my computer to put my Apple Watch on. Didn't finish making my bed, and I was like, oh, "I need to start my hot water for my tea." So then I went over there, and then I like did something else, and like my bed was still not made. Like I'll do that literally. I think every morning I'll do like four things at the same time. I probably should work on that. I can never like finish a task. But um, so I wake up and like obviously I told you I have slow mornings, and like I don't know. I've just always been this way. Like I like starting slow and like ending slow. I guess like mm-hmm. just ritual ritualistic um so I wake up whatever my bed gets made um the first thing I do is always open my blinds like I love like natural sunlight unless it's dark outside but I'm like it'll come eventually so always open my blinds um I'll like try to light a candle or like I don't have any incense right now or like just some kind of like fragrant you know like just lighting something um and then I'll usually start my hot water so this is kind of new I've been doing this the past few weeks my friend Brie told me about it or she mentioned that she does it um is like have hot lemon water in the morning before your coffee (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't taste awful like it's just I don't even know like it might be more (laughs) you're like literally fuck lemon water and cardio um I just feel like it just might be like placebo effect of I feel better of I don't I just don't think I can drink coffee at like 7:30 in the morning. I probably could and sometimes I do. But it's just nice like it's more cleansing as opposed to like this jolt of fucking like caffeine as soon as I wake up. Um cuz my mornings are slow. I'm not like running out the door, right? So whatever. I do my hot lemon water. And then I'll like journal. I haven't journaled in like 3 days, but I'll usually journal. Um, just That's about, something I should be better about. When I tell, okay, we can talk about journaling. When I say it has gotten me through some shit, like, in the best way possible. That's interesting. There are some things, just on a quick tangent, there are some things that, like, I have gone through or, like, will go through, like, literally in this past, like, week and a half that I, like, you know, some things you just carry on your own, right? Like, you don't have to tell everyone, like, everything. And... From, I mean, every single day, sometimes multiple times a day, like just however I was feeling, whatever it was, like I put it to paper. And when I say I can literally look back at my journal entries, there's maybe like 15 pages of it. And it's like, I can see the like, and it's not linear, but I can see the trend of like my emotions and how I literally went through them. And at the end of it, I felt so much better because a lot of times 
I'm an overthinker by nature. I think a lot yeah. of people are. Like, if you give a fuck, right? Yeah, like, you're yeah, going to sure. overthink. Um, and there's just so much swirling around in my head at one time that, like, it's hard to make any conclusions uh-huh. on feelings because you can't rationalize anything. It's yeah. all in your head. And so, like, if I was sad, I wrote it down. If I was angry, if I was, you know, upset, if I was happy, if I felt mm-hmm. empowered, like, whatever it was, I wrote it down. And by the end of it, like, I literally was, like, thanking God. I was, like, praying to him. I was, like, I'm thankful for this, like, ability to navigate this on my own. Sure. And figure it out in, like, a healthy way because, you know what I'm saying? I could have easily, like, not given a shit and, like, drank and, like, you know, right, like, all right. these, like, not productive things. But, like, yeah. I sat with myself and my feelings and I worked through it. And, like, and now if I want to, I can go back and read how I felt. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Not that I necessarily would but it's just I don't know I always try to get people on journaling and it's not for everyone you know like it's hard it's not just it's very easy for me so it's easy for me to say to do but there's just so much in your head at all times like to put it to paper would you consider yourself um like a an anxious person yeah I definitely um not an anxious person like my personality, I wouldn't say. Not like someone that's like always tense or up, uptight, but like somebody who has like struggled with anxiety. Yes, more so. Yes, more so recently. After I got COVID last year, uh, I don't know if I ever told you, like, I went to the hospital like three or four times for panic attacks, which I'd never had before. They're fucking awful. Oh, I thought I was dying. Yeah. I literally sure. thought I was dying. And so my mom struggled. Sorry, mom. Like, airing her dirty laundry. That's not dirty laundry, but, like, no, she's very open about it. She didn't drink all of her 20s because of her anxiety. Interesting. Because it triggered it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I, like, you think it suppresses it, but, it like, whatever. So, um, so she dealt with that, and, like, basically, I never knew that I had anxiety, and I don't know if it was, like, COVID having it, like, if it psychologically, like, physiologically actually uh-huh. triggered it for me. Whatever it was, I mean, it was three or four or five months of me not being able to sleep. Like, I mean, bad. So it's, I'm yeah. where I am now. Like, I'm just, I can't imagine being there again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say that I do struggle with anxiety now, but not to that level, not panic attack level. But like, sometimes I need to like take a deep breath and, you know, multiple deep breaths. Or like, if something is stressing me out, I need to like, take a minute so it's there right Mm -hmm. like the tendencies are there I just think I have more control over it now because I know what it is and what it feels like Mm -hmm. and how to stop it before it spirals I'm only asking because the long-winded answer so sorry (laughs) I'm only asking because um you describing the um like the problem of having so many thoughts that you can't sort them out like I feel like that is yeah anxiety probably Um, just mm mm-hmm I would say so. And I feel like a lot of people don't actually have that. Like, I think that... Don't have... Oh, the... Racing the thoughts really? the time. Okay. I really don't think that that's something that... It's funny. I've I never, think that a lot of people do. Right. But I don't think it's something that's, like... That's interesting. Just a part of human nature. I thought so... Okay, that's interesting. Because I never thought about it from the perspective of anxiety. Because it, those feelings didn't make me feel anxious. Right? Like, per se. Yeah, yeah. Um... I guess I I just felt like I'm like oh I'm a super like in tune person with my emotions and like I feel a bunch of things right and both can like exist I think at the same time I just never thought about it from anxiety it probably just was a culmination of things um I just 
think a lot. Yeah, yeah, me too. That's why I have to have white noise to go to sleep. Oh. I don't want to listen to the TV because I'll, you know, actually be interested in what's going right. on. Right. If I don't have white noise, I will literally think until the sun comes up. Yeah. Not even about, like, things that I'm anxious about, just, like, in general. Th- yeah, like, just thinking. You can't turn your brain off. When I was a kid, I used to think about math problems in my bed. Uh-oh. I know that sounds like crazy shit, but I used to think about... Like, math problems I had no business thinking about. That's wild. That's wild. I was like that with... I had tics as a kid, so, like, a mild form of Tourette's. Uh Uh-huh. And I would think... I guess it was a Tourette. Maybe it was anxiety. I don't know. I need to go to therapy and, like, be diagnosed. (laughs) Like, what are these things and what bucket can I put them into? Uh, But I would, like, do that with words. So, like, I would have sentences and I would, like, spell them out in my head or, like, read them out in my head, in my head, and, like make them like an even number or an odd number like that was like my tick like one of them and I could yeah I couldn't turn it off so weird that's you think about things that happen when you're a kid and you're like what the fuck that's very interesting I've yeah. never so we're just brainiacs I, I think I do <laughs> <laughs> they were just really smart so smart so smart oh. it's hard being this intelligent Ugh. no I used to have like you know weird you know like weird things that I would try to make work out. Like I would try to have this many steps, yeah. you know, in every like square cement box or, yes. um, like when I first got a phone, it used to really, really bother me when like it wasn't a square of text. Like mm. if it was two lines and then a word on the third yes. line, that would just drive me nuts. Is that OCD? I don't think I have OCD because I didn't think it was like, you it's know, not world-ending type of shit. Right. You know, I think that people with OCD, like, genuinely think, like, if I don't wash my hands three times, like, I'm going to crash my car on my way to work yeah, type of thing. Right, you know right, what right. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I never got like that. It was just things that, like, that's the way I liked them. Yeah. Like, things like that don't, like, I don't think about them anymore. I don't either. I've it was grown a, out of yeah. them, for sure. But, like, as a kid... Those were the things that I was, like, very focused on. That's so interesting. Because I was the same way, like, you wonder if other people were like that. Because I don't do that now where I'm, like, this needs to end evenly or, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But as a kid, I don't know. We were all fucked up. <laughs> for sure. Everyone needs therapy. I'm an advocate for literally every single person walking on the face of the earth. I need to, to start. To therapy. That's one of my goals this year is to find a therapist. I was going to therapy in Colorado, and then when I moved, my therapist wasn't licensed in North Carolina. Oh. I know, RIP. Um, That's but, tough. Yeah, he was great. Uh, he's a really old guy, um, had white hair. He probably wasn't as old as he looked. Right. Just, like, white hair. I'll say white facial hair. He was bald as shit, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> white facial hair, that's a cool look. But, um... Santa. No, he... he I will say... My experience with therapy was very different than I thought it would be. Mm. Like, I thought I was going to say, this is what I do, and he was going to say, you do this because of this. Right. Right? Uh Uh-huh. It was not like that, bro. It was like him making me figure out my own shit, and I'm like, dang it. Yeah. I I want answers. Yeah. I was hoping somebody else would do it for me. Right. Um. But no, I really liked it. Um, I will say that... Are you in it now? No. Okay. I would love to go back to therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, I just haven't truthfully made it a priority to like find another therapist. Same, yeah. Um, especially because I think that 
a big reason why people don't go to therapy is because they're like, oh, well, I don't want to, like, I have to know somebody before I, like, spill all these things to them. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think that that's, you know, a necessity. I do think that it's a, necess a necessity to find a therapist that you, like, actually vibe with. You mesh with, yeah. Um, For sure. So, and that, I do think, is difficult. You know, like, I don't think that that's just anybody. Yeah, I think... Um... Yeah, I haven't even, like, tested the water. So, during those times last year when I kept going to the doctors because I went for a few panic attacks and then I would, like, go to other appointments because I thought this was wrong with me or this, like, I became a hypochondriac. Oh, okay. Like, after that, yeah. No, it was bad. Like, I, yeah, it was bad. I'm, like, in a very different place now, in a better place. Um, And one of the doctors, like, I told her I was so fatigued. Like, I thought I had chronic fatigue. Like, I couldn't sleep I wasn't sleeping like I would wake up every hour on the hour I was taking melatonin like those kind of things um and she was like it's your anxiety right like being at that kind of fight or flight all the time like chronically fatigues you on top of not letting you sleep so it's like you know just a, sure. a snowball effect and she suggested I was like I don't necessarily want to get on medication like I kind of want to like mitigate this in other ways first um and she suggested a therapy or a therapist. And of course, I never followed up. Same thing with my tonsils. I never followed up. That has where we are got now. Yeah, my tonsils have to come out. Like, literally have to come out. I'm so scared. Um, but I don't know where it's going with that. But yeah, just finding one. It's like a matter of. But she said there was like a wait almost, you know, like because yeah. it was such in high sure. demand. I think. I can, like, confidently say that, like, therapy has become a lot more mainstream and, like, normalized. Thank God. Yeah, thank God. Um, I just hope more men go because I know a lot of guys. All y'all need therapy. All, everybody. <laughs> everybody. Men, I'm looking and talking to you. Go to therapy. I'll be your therapist. Psychology Today. You can find one literally really? anywhere in the United States. I have no idea if that okay. applies other places in the world but right. definitely in the united states well, we don't have any international um, listeners so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> popping yeah off. so my listeners in france um just so you guys can get here um, but no uh, psychology today you can find people that accept insurance you can okay. find people that are licensed in your state you can find people that um don't specialize in do did okay. i say don't no, I'm just asking because, like, some not everyone has insurance. Yeah, 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 yeah of yeah. course. Okay. I'm pretty sure everyone is, like, okay with you paying out of pocket. I think oh, I forgot that, that has to happen. Yeah, I think they get paid yeah, more when that I'm like, happens. <laughs> I'm like, would they be okay with that? I'm like, yeah, they're getting money. I forgot that, like, it has to come out of pocket. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, people that specialize in, like, things that you're struggling with, it yeah. doesn't have to be, like, a specific type of disorder like OCD or anxiety or mm -hmm. depression. It can be, like, relationship troubles or family troubles right. or trauma, death. Anything like nuanced, that, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I definitely recommend it. All right, well, I need to be sponsored. Yeah, and dude, <laughs> cover the check. <laughs> Psychology Today. Um, no, it's funny, like, I had a few guy friends over. This was, like, probably last year. And um, it was, like, three of them, and, like, we were just, like, chilling, like, talking, smoking, whatever, and, like, they, like, started opening up to me and like talking to me and they were like they put on like little was it little peep or little pump whatever it's like yeah that you know like the, the sad shit music um oh. and, no literally but like but they were saying they were like we don't typically talk about this kind of stuff and express our feelings and so like he's like this if you weren't here right now he's like this is how we would do it we would just like listen to this music and like 
you know, kind of sit with it. We're not sitting here talking about how we feel and this and that. And I remember after they left or like while they were there, they were like, we need to do this all the time. They're like, we need you to be our therapist because they don't get asked. They don't ask each other the hard questions, mm -hmm. right? Like we're sitting here and like we have emotionally intelligent, like pretty deep conversations mm -hmm. and guys are like, yo, did you hit last night? You know what I'm saying? Like there's an, obviously it gets more deep than that. That's a stretch, but but does it though? But you guys talk any about anything else besides the game and um, bitches? I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> not convinced. But you're joking. <laughs> I'm dead. But like they need that. Like oh, I completely agree. Safe place. I completely. And then agree. they try to find it in psycho bitches, and like that's not the place to do it. Like. You need, like, to do with your girlfriends or, like, like your girlfriends or, like, your... Or your guy friends. Or your... You yeah, know, let's or, start there. Let's start with your homies. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. But it's hard. Like, I get it. I mean, it's easy for us I'll to say. I'll talk about anything, dude. Like I will, too. With my people, though. Not with, like... I mean, I guess a stranger if I'm paying them. But I'm not an open book to everyone. Like, when I first meet someone... I'm more interested about knowing about you uh -huh. than you telling me about, or than me telling, you know what I'm saying? Especially yeah, yeah, if it's yeah. unsolicited. Like, I'm not going to say you're sure. just like, spill my life to you. Of course. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll ask, I'll answer questions that I'm asked, but like, if you're not asking, I'm not going to tell you. I would much rather deflect and just ask you questions and like, work through that. So, probably defense mechanism, but. Could be, for sure. I definitely prefer to be the listening ear mm -hmm. because I don't Same. think that there's enough of them out there yeah. which is why people don't share because they don't think that they'll be validated if they do share um they don't feel heard yeah exactly so I love to be that person for other people I will say though I mean if people ask like I'll tell you just about anything like yeah. I don't really have like secrets or Same. like parts of me that I won't that I don't feel comfortable sharing with other people like I will be the absolute first person to admit I have made so many mistakes you know <laughs> right, right like I have made countless horrible decisions I've gone through things that I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy mm -hmm. And those are not things to be, like, ashamed. Absolutely not. About, you right. know, um, I think it, it helps to be able to be open about those things. And it's really, like, if you talk about those things and people judge you for it, like, that says volumes more about that person than it does about you. Absolutely. Um, so I'm a big advocate for being an open book. There are definitely lines to that. Like, I'm not going to, like air out all my dirty laundry on this right <laughs> this like, or like a first post date it out into the ether yeah. yeah a first date anything like that but like you know yeah. like even me and you like i was mm -hmm. thinking about it on the way over to your place like we've known each other for probably five six years mm -hmm. which I is a long that. time yeah. right 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 but yeah, like, I don't think I know your deepest, darkest secrets. Mm -hmm. I don't think you know my deepest, darkest secrets. We haven't been close until now, either. Right, mm -hmm. but if it ever got to that, like, I'd be perfectly comfortable sharing Absolutely. any of those things with you. And likewise. You know? And yeah. likewise. Like, I think we've definitely, like, 
gotten levels. You know, like, there's layers to everything. For and it's sure. not like we're just going to have a conversation like, now tell me your trauma. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like, I'm an open book. I don't hide anything, but I don't, like, it has to be solicited. You need a stretch? Do my back. My back. I, I got a foam roller, shorty. Um, but, like, it has to be warranted. Like, I'm not just going to be like, this is what I went through, like, just to say it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It has to be, like, the right person and, like, a comfortable vibe. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of being reciprocated. I hate, like, saying something. I don't do it often where it's like, oh, that, that was an overshare. Like, I don't wish I would have said that. I feel like that often. Like, <laughs> oh, I definitely God. shouldn't have said that. Oh, I saw this meme the other day that reminded me of you. And because, oh, no. no, because remember how, and Ben said he related, but you said that you were like, oh, um, I black out when I meet people. You black out when you meet people. You don't know what you say. And I saw this thing on Twitter and it was like me going home to myself after a social outing being like, that wasn't my best performance. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yo, that's so funny. But I am like, so when I say the apple did not fall far from the tree, like mm-hmm. I am my mother's daughter for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is the most introverted person I've ever known in my life. Really? Like my mom, solitary confinement would be a breeze for that one. <laughs> like she would be praying to go into the padded cell by herself. That's so I'm funny. She loves to be alone. Right. Not even just like, she needs alone time because I feel like everyone needs alone time. Yeah. Like, this woman loves to be alone, like mm-hmm. totally alone. Um, and I, and not to the same extent that she is, because mm-hmm. like my mom literally could be alone 365 days a year and be perfectly happy. I need human interaction face sure. to face like every 14 days. Yeah. And I'm good. Business days. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I also love to be alone. Mm-hmm. And I would say, like, in social settings, I feel, like, extremely drained. Like, leading up Afterwards to, or into them? During. Like, during. Like, leading up to social settings, I'm like, I do not want to do this. Yeah, why do I commit to like, this? Like, we... Going to Asheville yeah. for Faith's birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, I have known all of the people there. Like, aside from Ben and Ryan... Mm-hmm. Which I've still known them for years. Right. I have known all of those people for probably ten years. Right. A long time. <laughs> right. Okay. More than that, I've been friends with Faith for over fifteen years. Right. Like I have been with that same group for a long, long time. Maybe more than half your life. And I was still like, oh, I know this weekend's gonna be draining. It wasn't. Right. But that was, that was how so I, fun. <laughs> it was a great time. But that's how I felt, like, leading up to it the whole time. I'm like, like the I know I'll enjoy it once I get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only reason that I enjoyed it once I got there was because I've known all of you guys for so long. Right. If it was a group of people that I hadn't known or, like, a group of friends of friends. You had to, like, get like, acquainted. Like, I would have hated every yeah. minute. And I'm being dead serious. Okay, wait. I'm interested. You can keep talking. I just want to look at, like, the Webster definition of an introvert and an extrovert oh interesting i was talking to caroline about this the other day though because she was saying like i just don't want you to regret not spending more time with people i'm like bro guarantee you i will not like that's you just still communicate with your people like we talk course, often of course and she's not talking about like me spending time with our friend she's talking about like new people oh and that like 
for me, perfectly happy meeting people organically mm-hmm. that share the same interests, like, um, friend of a friend, yeah, or friend like, of if a friend, it happens. people who read the same books as you, yeah, all the things. <laughs> Shout out. But um, I am just not interested in like meeting anyone just to have like a bunch of acquaintances yeah like like you don't don't, that doesn't feed your soul exactly it doesn't (laughs) like fill my cup in any way and so for me what does fill my cup is being alone Mm -hmm. all of the things that i love to do are things that you do by yourself like what i love to read you know i like to go to the gym Mm -hmm. um i like to scuba dive um those are all things i like to walk you know, I like to be outside with my dog. Like, right. those are all things that I can do so by myself. Like, yeah. I don't need anyone else to do that. It's not like, you know, playing tennis or whatever. Right, That's right, the right. first thing that came to my mind because Caroline likes to play tennis. Bro, every time <laughs> she wants to hang out, she's, she's like, tennis? I'm like, sure, never happens. Yeah. <laughs> never. I've played tennis with her one time. But those are, you know, the, like, all the things that I like to do are things that I can do by myself. I get that. 100%. Um, you don't feel like... Yeah, I totally get that. Like, you don't feel like you need... fulfill. Like, you don't find fulfillment in, like, just surface level, like, going out and meeting people and, right. like, those relationships. Right, and some people do. Like, yeah. some people who are extroverted, mm-hmm. like, that does fill their cup. Mm-hmm. And that is fantastic. You know, <laughs> like, like I want those home. people to do those things. Right. For me, it doesn't. Yeah, like, you have to know what serves you. And, like, trying to do anything other than that is a disservice. Yeah, you know what I mean? draining. So, introvert. This is super short. It says, a shy, reticent person. What is reticent? I want to say reserved, but I'm going to Google that next. R-E-C-I-T-N-T. Um, not revealing. It? Yeah. So, reticent means not revealing one's thoughts or feelings readily. So, like, reserved. And then introvert, a shy, reticent person. Interesting. So I want to look at extrovert, and I want to know what the middle ground is, because I feel like that's me. (laughs) Extrovert, an outgoing, overtly expressive person. See, I feel like all of my closest friends are extroverts. Like, literally, can make a friend with a rock. Like, I'm talking, like, someone like Faith. Right? Absolutely. She walks into a room, she will be your best friend in two minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys are very good at, like, getting people to open up. Yeah. And getting people to, like. That's why I'm a good again, listener. People trust me so quickly. I'm like. Two minutes yes. with them, and you'll know, like. All, all the tea. About, yeah. All the tea. Unsolicited. I'm like, oh, you need to go to therapy. Yeah, right? And so I feel like all of my closest friends are like that. Mm-hmm. In high school, I always hung out with the people, still my closest friends today. Right. In high school, they were still just as extroverted, always going out on the weekends, mm-hmm. always being at these parties with a bunch of people, and I'm like, I'm not going to be there. Yeah. See you guys on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> see you on Monday. Guaranteed. I don't want to do that. I get that. No, it's just so, now I want to see what the, um, the mix is called, because I genuinely feel, oh, popped up mix of introvert and extrovert and ambivert uh someone who exhibits both qualities blah 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 um it literally just repeats it twice (laughs) depending upon their mood context situation goals and people around them they can switch between extroversion and introversion 
I feel like that applies to most people. Yeah. Right? Um, <clears throat> yeah. There is definitely exceptions. Like, I'll say, I'm not going to name any names, but I'm sure you could pick a few of our friends that, like, can't stand to be alone. Yeah. Oh, a thousand percent. You know? Yeah. I know a lot of people like that for sure, where it's like, it's almost fearful because I value, I don't know, like I was saying this earlier, whether or not it's dating or like even sometimes like with my friends, like obviously I was looking forward to tonight, but there are times where I'm just like, I just want to be alone, right? Like I just don't want to have a plan. I just want to chill by myself and like I enjoy my own company. Uh Uh-huh. And yeah, me too. Right? And like a lot, I think that's so important and like it's so self-fulfilling that I don't need to like go out to a bar and have a drink or like have someone over to like validate my being I'm like chilling here by myself and having a group like I literally it's like I get so excited so it was recently it was like a few maybe a month ago I'm not doing it tonight obviously but like every Friday night I would have like a self-care date night I think it was after maybe we talked about it I think it was like during November November. it was during November yeah because we did the we can talk about that too Uh, but I, like, would do a face mask, like, just chill, have a glass, or I wasn't drinking, so not a glass of wine, but, like, just whatever it was, you know what I mean, just to, like, chill and have time by myself, and I think that's important, and I think, was it you that we talked about serial daters? Uh-huh. And I think those are people that, like, just literally can't stand to be alone, and they need someone else's presence. I don't know if it's to validate them or whatever it is, but, like, they need someone around, but... I just, I'm the opposite. That's where I'm like, I am an introvert. I enjoy other people's companies, but I enjoy in groups. But it's like, if it's just going to be one-on-one, like, your company has, I have to enjoy yours more than mine, or else I'd rather be by myself. Correct. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So. Which is why I don't like to date, because I don't which know is why you I don't well date. enough yeah. to know if I enjoy your company or not. Isn't that wild? Like, I'm like that too, but it's like you won't know until you do it, but it's just the anticipation of, like... I will say, (laughs) over the past few months, the dates that I've been on, 50-50 garbage, (laughs) 50-50 actually a decent time. Bro, that one date. Was it after you left here? You went Sunday brunch? Yes, it was Sunday brunch. And it was the worst day of my life. No. No, it was so bad. It was so, so bad. Well, let's get into details. Um, <laughs> I don't want to clown the dude. He's not going to listen. I don't want to clown the dude. But yeah, he was just... Just like give pointers yeah. for what not to do. Um, or like, why was it bad for, for you? So immediately, like... Just the energy. I assume you can feel it. That shit is real. In like a five, you know, foot radius of one another. I'm like, this is not it. Before we even sat down. And real quick, that is the most annoying part because you're like, I have to entertain this for two hours, knowing damn well I don't want to be here. Four, and it was a Sunday with the Panthers playing in Charlotte. So I sat in traffic for an hour. (laughs) On the way home or on the way in the city? On the way home. It literally ruined my whole Sunday. <laughs> That's a whole Sunday. Yeah. No, it was. <laughs> I'm never yeah, dating on a Sunday. That sounds so, so miserable. Genuinely, he... I thought he was going to be an interesting guy. We had been talking for, you know, a few weeks, like, right. on and off um, before then. And I would say we had good conversation. Again, as soon as 
we were breathing the same air, <laughs> I knew that it wasn't the vibe. Right. But I'm like, you know what? I'll give this guy a chance. Yeah. So we sit down. He was late, which bothers me. Like, for first Like, how date, late? Like, 20 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, that's excessive. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, 5 to 10, okay. Yeah, sure. 20, you didn't give a fuck. No, no, he definitely did not give a fuck. Showed up in basketball shorts. We went to like a really nice. We went to Barcelona. No, we went to a really nice place. I've worn a dress and heels there before. I mean, I looked cute and put together. What'd you end up Um, wearing? Do you remember? I just wore like jeans and a shirt, but it wasn't like excessive, but I was like. Like you tried. I had definitely gotten ready. Yeah. You You definitely showered. He was wearing a backwards hat and basketball shorts. Fine. I'm okay with that. It's fine. So we sit down, and then it's like every time I feel like I told you about this date, but vaguely, like through text. Every time he asked me a question, I would get halfway through my response, and then he would be like, "Okay, but me, 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 me." Uh, Again, fine. But I feel like we're overcompensating for something. Yeah. It's just a turnoff for me. Right. It's noticeable. And also, like, we're on a date. Like, we're supposed to get e- be getting to know each other, <laughs> not, like, me being at the fucking Dari show. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, Yo. <laughs> I did not pay front row to learn about you, bruh. <laughs> um, And then, so... This is not, like, supposed to be a humble brag in any way. Like, I don't give a fuck about this. I studied finance in college. Okay. Mm-hmm. He asked me what I studied. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, finance and psychology. He's like, okay, I'm an investment banker. I'm like, oh, cool. Like, I was a broker here for a long time. I am in that industry. Like, literally, like, a month out of that industry. Right. Right? And he, like, starts to explain what he does. I'm like, mm. Like, you know. <laughs> And it's just offensive to me. It's just offensive. He explains, like, his job title? Yeah. Like, his day-to-day? Like, no, what he no, handles? No. It got worse. Okay. Because we went to the Mint Museum after. What? No, no, no. Didn't want to go. He asked me if we wanted to ride together. I'm like, no. Wait, real quick. Was this planned before, or this was, like, an impromptu? Like, I'm having a good time. Do you want to also Do you want to continue this? Um, I think he had mentioned it, like, a few days before. It wasn't, like... Something we had talked about recently. Okay. But, you know, whatever. I like the Mint Museum. Yeah, so for sure. So, like, sure, whatever, we'll go. It's we fun. go. Mm-hmm. Walking around. We're looking at a statue. He's like, isn't it crazy that they used, they used to make these out with a chisel? I'm like, yeah, that is crazy. Mans asks me if I know what a chisel is. Bro. What? When I said... What? I know. I'm like, I don't know why he thinks I'm stupid. Like, if there's just something in the air that he <laughs> thinks that I'm dumb. He thinks he's going to teach me something in a museum with basketball shorts on? <laughs> but I'm just like, mm, yes, I do know what a chisel is. We go by. Yada, 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 walking around. Um... Then we're looking at a picture and, like, a little blurb of the Sistine Chapel. Okay. Asks me, do you know what the Sistine Chapel is? I'm like, uh, yes, I do, sir. 
Thank you so much, <laughs> Mr. Teacher. Two thumbs up. Yeah. Like, this has been really informative. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for the field trip. <laughs> um, but I have to go. Also, kept calling me little lady. <gasps> don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. Does he have the complex? Definitely, for sure. Little lady. Like, trying to be cute. My dad used to call me little lady. That's what I said. I'm like, you f- you're giving me grandpa vibes. And it's... Grandpa, teacher, retired, basketball player vibes. You know, and it's... Like, it would just be like, if if one of these things happened, I would have probably written it off. Right. But it was just so many of these things. <laughs> over and over and over and over. That's not even half of it, dude. We dude. were literally together for four and a half hours. That's such a long time. That's such a long time to be with someone that you knew in the first 10 seconds is not it. Yeah. That, I have goosebumps because I know what that feels like. And it is so suffocating. You're like, oh my God, I could literally be doing anything else on my no, Sunday. No, my favorite part of the entire time was, was when I went to the bathroom. <laughs> I was alone for myself for two minutes. Oh my God. That was awful. That's my fear of dating is because like, not that... I don't want to say a waste of time, but like it feels like it in the moment because you're like, I could be doing, I could be sitting alone in darkness and be happier. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like It was, and I think honestly, the thing that really sent me the over, over the edge was the fact that he thought I was stupid. Like, I don't. Do you know what a chisel is? It was that question that I thought was just offensive. <laughs> like, I don't know if it was That's... like him being nervous or. But it was just... No excuse. I actually took offense to it. I'm like, did I say something that this guy thinks I'm stupid? Right, like, right. Why is he explaining to me what the industry that we both work in is? Like, I don't... It's so interesting. Because, you like, when I think about these kind of things, right, like, I'm thinking from his perspective and his shoes. I was really trying to, but I think he only thinks that I'm stupid. I think that's the only thing I can I'm just wondering, gather like, from that. I don't even think you're stupid if he just has such a complex that he feels like he has to, like, mansplain. You know what I mean? I know. I just literally opened my leg and my toes curled and my knee was like, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) This is unnatural. Um, Yeah, I just feel like, I don't know. That's so... (sighs) Listen. That's why dating's exhausting. Listen, I'm sure he's a nice guy. For sure. Like I said, we had great conversation before... I would definitely, like, I'm sure he's an intelligent person, Mm -hmm. but just because you're intelligent doesn't mean that everyone sitting across the table from you is not intelligent. Yeah, or less intelligent, yeah, like. And that was the only thing that was off-putting. That's insulting. Yeah, I agree. Especially because intelligence, we just talked about, was so important to you. Yeah, I love intelligent men. Right, because you are an intelligent woman, so, like, to sit here and, do you know what a chisel is? Do you know what a hammer is? Yeah. Do you know how to drive your car? Do you want to ride with me? Like, yeah, it's insulting. Like, I'm fully capable and competent. It was. He also... (laughs) Oh, my God. So, I don't drink. You know that. Yeah. I'm saying that for people listening. Um, I'll have, like, a beer every six months. Right. You know, like, I just don't drink. I have absolutely no problem with people that do drink. Right. All my friends drink. Um, You know, my exes drink. That doesn't bother me this dude what i'm saying smashed 
like four Moscow mules while we were at Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna be honest with you. I wish you would have said any other drink besides the one that gets served in a fucking gold mug with a straw. Yeah. yeah. He ordered. That's the first red flag. I know. I was drinking water. It's not the fact that it was four alcoholic drinks. Just which, one would have been appropriate. No, I'm or saying. Two. I'm saying. We I'm, were there for an hour. <laughs> You know. I already had four. First of all, Charlotte. Okay. An hour and a half. There's two things here. First of all, Charlotte cocktails are like $15 each, so oh, you got bread to spend. Second of all, no, my whole problem is like a Moscow mule. Like, I'm not trying to judge like your drinking choices, bro. But you're going to show up with basketball shorts on a backwards hat and order not one, not two, but four. Of the bitchiest drinks that you can order. No, for me, it was that, again, like, <laughs> it's okay that you drink. I, right. That's not what I'm mad about. Right. It's the excessive drinking. Like, if we're there for an hour and a half, you don't need four drinks, especially if I'm not drinking four drinks. Four is a lot. I'm not, like, four it's is a, a lot. lot. I've had, like, I'll drink, I maybe have had, like, three beers on a date, but, like, we're just sitting at a bar and, like, He's also drinking, and he's like, let's exactly. get another one. You know what I exactly. mean? Not like me pounding down. If I was also down. drinking, that even four would have been appropriate if yeah. I had also been drinking. Right. But it's like, you're wasted, and I'm drinking water. It's weird. That is strange. Yeah. I um, Maybe if he was sober, he wouldn't have asked me what a chisel, if he knew what a chisel was. But maybe. Yeah, maybe he was nervous, and he had to, like, down four mules. But also... Um, but I was also really hoping that, like, because I was obviously done, but he was still drinking. Mm -hmm. So it was like I was really hoping to, you know, scoot on out of there. Right. But it's like I can't because he keeps telling the waiter, like, oh, yeah, bring over another one. And I'm like, uh. That's wild. Yeah, that's a lot. I've. It wasn't great. As someone who drinks, like, I would even kind of know that. Like, I probably have one, especially on a first date. And not saying you have to, like, hide yourself. I guess if that's him, that's him. So it's better you know that now than down the road. But I'd probably have, like, one beer if someone else wasn't drinking and I was. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like, one drink. Sure. Two drinks. Like, maybe if we're there for, like, a minute. For like, sure. I went on a date a few months ago and we each got a beer. And I guess he wasn't much of a drinker. Like, he got a cider. I got, like, IPA. And I was, like, done before him, and we just, like, were sitting there, and I was uninterested in, like, continuing the date. Like, he wanted to hang out after. I was like, no, like, I have shit to do. Um, but we just sat there for, like, an hour after, like, both of our drinks were done, both of our food was done, just, like, talking, and I didn't want to. And at that point, honestly, I probably should have had another beer. I don't know why I even brought that up, but, like... But that goes back to what we were talking about earlier that I feel like you just... Transparency? Yeah. (laughs) Having more respect for your own time and more respect for their time. Just be like, hey, this is great. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. I need to leave. Well, it ended on my... Like, it ended because I said so just, like, a little past the due date. You know what (laughs) I mean? Like, the definitely should have ended it probably an hour earlier. Um, But I was finally, like, all we talked about 
all we talked about. And he was like a personal trainer. Like, I get it. Like, that's my interest too. That's my hobby. That's how you said earlier. Like, you love a person who's like very, has a niche, has a passion. It's so, it's attractive. Like, that's obviously my passion. If you know me, you know that. Have we once, I mean, we talked about working out, but like, you know what I'm saying? That you only talk about. For the, when I'm not kidding you, for the entire like two or three hours, that is all we talked about. Mm -hmm. My eyes were crossing. (laughs) Like, I literally think I was just like staring into space, just like, I don't, oh yeah, I don't know. That's why dating sucks. So I want to date until I do it, and then I'm like, this is why I don't do it. And then I sit in the house for another six months. So, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if y'all, yeah, yeah, you can't see that, but I am. Uh, like I said to that so lovely gentleman at the gym, I'm just not interested in it. You know, I personally, I feel like I'm someone who just like thrives being single. In solitude. Just being single. Okay. Like I feel like I. I'm like an infinitely leveled up version of myself when I'm single. Do you become a different person when you're in a relationship? No, I just give too much to this other person. Like, like you, I'm the same like, person, but I give too much to my partner. And in turn, I don't focus on giving anything to myself. Right, like it takes away from you. And yeah, <clears throat> and then I'm just like... <clears throat> Ooh, that makes sense. End yeah. up feeling like empty. Right. Um, and when it's not reciprocated, obviously that's even you know more empty because you're giving it for sure unsolicited and like nothing's coming back to you. For sure, I will say though, um, I feel like um, I've been thinking a lot lately about like people's passions, like people's purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Not Pur- so much people's passion, but their purpose. Purposes, right? Like I love that word. The purpose. You know, why am I here? Mm -hmm. You know, like, I, um, you know, have had my own struggles with, like, depression and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, And for a long time, like, when it was really bad, um, you know, the only thing that kept me here was the fact that, like, to me, I was like, God put me here to do something. Mm-hmm. just don't know what it is yet right, right? Um, and so I've been thinking about that a lot it's like what is my purpose mm-hmm. you know what and I'll you know we'll never know what the end plan right. is right but um, it's fun to try to figure it out for me right like th- thinking about it the only thing that I could come up with is like loving people mm. as hard as I can regardless of if they have the capacity to love me back like that and I think that that helps me a lot, um, whether that's true or not. You right. know, God could be like, eh, eh, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but if that, like, that mindset, I think, helped me a lot, like, get through my breakup because I, I mean, it's been months ago at this point, but right. um, at the time, I was obviously, like, very upset that I, you know, invested so much to, to this person that they, I mean, just didn't care, right? Like, you know, like I was with someone for three and a half years and they, I mean, when I say I can't even begin to explain how little he thought of me after being with somebody for so long, it was just mind boggling to me. And I kept thinking like, 
how is that possible? Like, right, right. Especially with how you feel. It's like, there's yeah. no way someone could feel that way when I feel It didn't this feel way. logical. Right. I also didn't think that people like that existed. Mm. Like, I genuinely thought, and like, how naive to think it, but I genuinely thought that everyone cared about people, yeah. right? And some people straight up just care about themselves. And so, for me, like, even if, people aren't willing to, or not willing, if people aren't capable, right? Mm -hmm. Some people just straight up don't have that capacity. Right. Even if they can't love me back, that I think is my only purpose, is to love people the best I can, whether they're fucking strangers mm -hmm. or my family, friends that I've known for a short time, friends that I've known for a long time. Like, I think that it's my purpose to love people as best as I can. Um, and I think that that, you know, shifts your mindset as far as not needing that reciprocation. Right. Like you're going to give irregardless of. Yeah. Like yeah. I saw this, this post on Instagram. It was like something viral. It wasn't anyone that we know or that I was following, but it was this lady had this sweatshirt on that said, love them anyway. Mm. I loved that. I thought mm. that was really sweet because some people really, and it's not their fault, right. you know, like, or maybe it is, but it's not always their fault. And so, yeah, regardless of if people, you know, are horrible to you, there have definitely been times I've been horrible to people. Mm. Those are times in my life where I can truly say I was not happy. Mm. Like, and so I truly believe... It wasn't your best... Oh, yeah. I truly believe that people that are horrible to people just aren't happy people. You can say that again. You know? I yes. don't think it has anything to do with how people feel about you or what you've done to them. Right? Mm -hmm. I genuinely just think that those people are unhappy. And the only reason I say that is because I feel like I've been in that position where I've just been so unhappy... Daily, yeah. Go to sleep unhappy, wake up unhappy, repeat. That's very um, interesting. It almost becomes—I don't know if this is the right word—but like self-loathing to where for sure because they're unhappy and it's almost like subconscious. You're doing things in your everyday life to like validate those shitty feelings you already feel about yourself. Ten thousand percent. Like, fuck. And it's hard because here's the thing. You say capacity, right? And mm -hmm. I think it was always within you. Like I haven't known you forever, but like. I would like to, I don't know, I just, I like to give everyone the benefit of the doubt sure, sure. and assume that you have the ability to change, to sure. look in the mirror. I've told you this before, like, I'm happier being self-aware more than not. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like those people that are unhappy are people that are pretending and mm -hmm. living on a very surface thin level of their life and not willing to like sure. dig deeper and deal with the shit sure. and like look in the mirror and they just live unhappy lives that looks really good on the outside. You know what I mean? Like it looks good. And then it's, and they end up treating the, like there's no better telling of character than how someone treats other people. Mm -hmm. That is so important to like about my friends, my family, whatever. It's like, For sure. you know, it's not what you look like or what you do or whatever. For it's sure. like, who are you to other people mm -hmm. who, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's hard because you almost 
pity them, right? Like, I don't think you're a hateful person. I can, I don't think, um, and I'm not either. And I don't have room in my heart for hate, you know, like there, I just genuinely don't. Um, but I almost pity them because they don't get to see how beautiful life really is when you are like, when you're fully open, you know what I mean? And that sucks. Mm -hmm. That sucks. Like you're living here pretending to be something to feel a certain way that you don't. And, like, you're just going to pretend forever and, like, drag people down with you. You know what I mean? Like, and luckily you got away, you know what I'm saying? Like, for whatever reason, and you're able to love despite of. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that says a lot about you and them not loving you back. That goes for anyone. It says more about them than it does you. For sure. Like, that's why I say love your people unapologetically. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know... And that's another thing. It's like my grandfather passed away at the beginning of. Sorry, I'm talking. Welcome to my nicely made bed. My grandfather passed away um, in March of 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, so like a few months away I didn't from know a year. That. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Yes, he did pass away, um, and that was really hard for me. I was living out in Colorado, um, and most of my family lives on the East Coast. Um, and so I thank God I got to see him like a couple weeks before he passed. Mm. Um, I just happened to go out there and like want to go visit him. Where does he live in North Carolina or he lived in North Carolina? He did. Um, like in Marion, Old Fort, it's like the most redneck. Love it. Um, yeah, sticks type of area. Um, but yes, he lived there. So thank God I got to see him a couple weeks before, but it was that that put it into perspective a little bit. Like I feel like I've always been pretty aware of, um, you know, being appreciative of your people while they're around. Like I try um, to be like, you know, loving and caring to my friends and family, Mm -hmm. but um, that change my perspective as far as like putting in the effort for the people that I love and the people that I know like would be there for me if shit hits the fan mm-hmm. like when it comes down to it right um I feel like when I was with my ex I spent a lot of time like, aware of the fact that he didn't love me back in the middle of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like I always knew that. Um, but I put, I invested a lot of time and energy into him when I should have spent more time calling my grandpa, right. you know, talking to him on the phone. Like, even if I lived in Colorado and he was in North Carolina, like, just spending more time with him in those ways or like picking up the phone and call my mom or my dad more often Mm -hmm. like I would I probably talk to them daily if not every couple days but still like I was putting infinitely more into somebody that didn't give a shit about me right like brain power too you know like mental space yeah no all of it like I invested my heart my soul like all of my being into this person and I could have spent it loving people that I know love me unconditionally right you know like 
um, they, I don't need to call them daily for them to love me. Right. But I should because of that fact. Right, yeah. Um, and so that was, like, very shifting in my mindset as far as, like, there are definitely people in my life that I think need me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think my dad, my mom, my sister Liz, mm-hmm. like, I think those people need me. For sure. Um, and just to be more aware and to love them a little bit harder, even if that means pouring more into them and a little bit less into me. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, they'll always pour back into me. Right. Instead of me pouring all of my being into someone that just like will suck you takes bone and dry. Takes and takes, right. That's a really good way of putting it. That was so beautiful. <laughs> I was tearing oh, up. Just call me the poet. <laughs> poet. <laughs> no, so you know who speaks in poems that shit will make me actually tear up is okay. Andrew Garfield. Do you know who that is? He's an, an actor? actor. Okay. I'm talking he speaks in poems. I listen to... Uh, like, just in conversation? Yes. Okay. Like, everything he says is like, did he write that before he <laughs> yeah. said Is this it? a script? <laughs> yes. Like, he was talking about... Like, where do you listen to him? It wasn't... Like, it was just something I came across on Instagram okay. or something. Like, I don't... Yeah. I don't know if he has social media or anything like that. I don't follow him. Mm-hmm. But I... Uh, listen to this video of him at like a talk show that I saw on Instagram. He was talking about his um, girlfriend at the time, Mm -hmm. who's Emma Stone. You know who that is. I love Emma Stone. Yeah, she's, I mean, who wouldn't say this about her? Yeah. But he said something about like um, being with her is like being bathed in sunshine. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm gonna cry. (laughs) I wanna be someone's sunshine bath. I'm gonna cry. Oh, that's so funny. That's so sweet. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing, too, when you see a shit like that. And it's not glorifying or romanticizing that kind of love because, like, it's not, uh, I guess, glorifying it in a way that's not right. I don't know well, how to say that. people can feel love like that without being able to articulate it like that. Like, yes. He's but I'm saying a theater, dude. Like, right, right, right. He, like, yeah, has the capability to do that. Sure, but I'm saying sure. it's not unrealistic is what I meant to say, I guess, because it's not just like a romantic, you know, a rom-com where that shit's happening and it's like, oh, that's what I want. It's like, that's a real person feeling that way about another real person. Uh-huh. And like, when you know that's the epitome of it, it's like, oh, it's supposed to be more beautiful. You know what uh-huh. I mean? And, like, whatever. Like, I'm reading that book. I still have yet to fucking finish it, Untamed, by Glennon Doyle. But a we lot of... We talked about that last time I was We here. did. I, don't, I didn't start it last time you were here. Like, I just started it, like, recent, like restarted it recently. Because I never finished it the first time. Um, and a lot of it, like, she repeats this, like, kind of notion of, like, it was all... It's all supposed to be more beautiful than this. Or, like, uh-huh. that's how she was in, living, like, living her life that was unhappy you know she was like this doesn't feel right like it's supposed to be more beautiful and um I don't know I love I mean I think my life's pretty beautiful (laughs) like I really do love life and I love the people in it I just wish the same for everyone for sure like I wish everyone had that feeling Mm -hmm. of like and it's the simple things right like it's a little absolutely things for me I know this sounds so like silly and maybe like a little narcissistic because I was re-watching it but the video of my 20, 21 recap um, 
and I was watching it and I was like none of those moments were like extravagant like I didn't yeah, go yeah, out of yeah, the yeah, country yeah. it wasn't like a trip like it wasn't anything it was just like me and my people mm-hmm. you know what I mean and that's how my mindset has kind of shifted to over this last year especially is I'm kind of basing my happiness off of like everyone that I love is alive and well and healthy yeah and those are the only things that matter and that's it right like because the day I get like I do have I guess I do have lingering anxiety because when I get phone calls I get a little nervous like I'm not gonna lie to you it's like in the back of my head like I have a problem with a problem like a yeah, like with death, like I don't think I've accepted it. And like that's where a lot of my anxiety comes from is death. Um, and so there's sometimes where like if my dad calls me and we just talked, I like get nervous. I'm like, why is he calling me again? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I used to. Um, help me through this. <laughs> no, I used to have horrible anxiety. Like, my dad mm-hmm. is a dependable MFR. Like, if I call that man, he will pick up. Yes. Whether he is, like, up to his neck in quicksand, that man is answering my phone call. Right. And when I was a child and he wouldn't answer, no big deal. Like, probably in the shower or whatever. Like, doing day-to-day things. Didn't have his phone. I immediately thought he was dead. As a kid? Every time. Every single time. He would always call me back. Like, I'm talking a minute later. Right. My dad is going to answer my phone call. Mm -hmm. But I always had that. Um, And I'm not sure why, because at that point, I hadn't lost anyone close to me. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was going to ask you, have you, like, experienced significant loss? Is that why you have Um, that anxiety? Knock on wood, not in a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, Which... I try. I mean, I do think about death. I try. It's not like I try not to, but it's like I try not to like dwell on it uh-huh. because it's inevitable. I just try to like love my people while they're here, right? right while right, I'm right. here. Uh-huh. Um, but I have lost um, both of my grandpas. Mm-hmm. I remember like I was alive for all of these. So both of my grandpas. One was a sudden heart attack. One was cancer. Um, and then I lost. And it's crazy because like I'm thinking about like my parents. Like my mom was 27 when she lost her dad. Yeah. And like. To me, I was That's young. Awesome. I remember it, but I was young. Yeah. And, like, I'm so close to that age now. It just puts it into perspective, right? Yeah. Like, how short life really is. And then Absolutely. I lost my um, my great uncle, which was, like, my mom's brother's... My mom's dad's brother. So they both died. He died of cancer. And then my... I have, like, a godmother, which is, like, my mom's best friend since they were five. Um, her mom, who's basically, like, my grandma, she died of cancer also. Um, so like four people, but all like before college. Um, so like I said, literally knock on wood. I mean, like it's been eight years, you know what I'm saying? Six Mm -hmm. or whatever. So it's, I I don't know if that's the fact that scares me. I'm like, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop, Uh you know? Cause that's kind of like a lingering. I don't know. It's just, it's so real. Like death is so real and random and permanent. And definitive yeah. and it's yeah it's it's just happens and everyone goes through like it's inevitable mm-hmm. um and you just don't know and so like in, in, instead of trying and living in fear of that I try to live like in spite of my fear right uh-huh. so like just yeah, like I said course. just loving people and loving my people as much as I can while I have them um yeah, it just sucks because, like, I still want to move to California eventually. Pray to God about it, like, before I'm 30. But it's, like, 
that always crosses my mind. Like, what if something happens, you know, and I'm on the other side of the country? Like, just shit like that crosses my mind. So, if there's one thing I do want to go to therapy for, like, if there's one thing I have anxiety about, like, on a daily basis, that's kind of underlying. It's about death. Um, that's very interesting. Yeah. My mom is the exact same way. She is the exact same way. That's very interesting. Uh-huh. Um, so, like, I don't know. But it's not like... So basically that's what I base my happiness off of because I'm like, that's the worst possible thing that could ever happen to me. Yeah. And so anything else is like a fucking, it's a problem that can be solved, basically. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, like how your absolutely. dad was saying, like your stepdad was saying, like, and that's literally how I try to look at things. Like, yeah, I may get caught up in the moment for a second, but I'm like, rationally, like, this is going to work out. This for can sure. work out. Um, yeah, nothing else matters, but. That's what I try to tell my little sister. You know, I was talking to you earlier about what an absolute performer she is yeah but she i'm talking will get so wound up about the tiniest little things mm -hmm. and it's like like i help her with her homework a lot <laughs> you're better than i am i have no idea how to do that shit bruh it's always math i i guess my siblings know i like math and I, they don't, and so they're like, oh, you know, she'll help me with my math. And then it's, like, long division, and I'm like, I haven't done this. Yeah, it's, like, lattice <laughs> boxes or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, um, I'm like, okay. I use my phone calculator. <laughs> but, um, no, but I help her with her homework a lot, and she'll, you know, it's always, dude, it'll take you right back to elementary school, but it's, like, the front half of the page is just word problem mm -hmm. or number problems and then the back half is like normally two or three word problems. I'm triggered. <laughs> and when she gets to the word problems, it's like <clears throat> excuse me, immediate flustered. You know, like I'll ask her to read through the problem mm -hmm. and she's like, you know, doesn't understand it, gets completely like this... I'm talking tears. Mm. And I'm just like you know, like, I'm here to help you. Everything's going to be okay. In the grand scheme of things, does this really matter? Right. She always understands, like, no, it doesn't. It's still, like, you still know. Still effects are the yeah, same. Yeah, it's wound up. And it's about stuff like that all the time. One time, she lost a shirt that she really wanted to wear to school. Mm -hmm. She swears that she left it on the couch. I'm like, Emery, you think I stole your shirt? Yeah. Like, no. You're nine. Shirt wouldn't fit me. Okay? Right. Dad's not going to steal your shirt. Yeah. So, you know, you must have moved the shirt. Tears. Tears. <laughs> Wee. <laughs> that was such a total wreck. Yeah. I'm like, okay. No, you know, in the grand scheme of things, does this matter? No. Okay. Uh, stuff like that, I'm talking daily. Mm -hmm. I have to remind her that, like, all these little things that we get wound up about, and it's not just things that nine-year-olds do. Yeah. Grown-ass adults are getting wound up about the tiniest things. For sure. You know? For sure. And people let it ruin their day. Ruin yeah. their, like, 
everything like their relationships with people because like they can't they don't know how to deal with things yeah and it manifests in other ways Mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah I've definitely learned over the past few months to like know what I still have the hiccups know which battles to pick Mm -hmm. you know like which battles are mine to fight if it's not mine to fight fucking cool you know like that is no sweat off my back I'm not stressing about that anymore Mm -hmm. and I definitely used to feel more anxious about things that were totally out of my control Mm -hmm. knowing damn well that they were out of my control Mm -hmm. just not being able to separate that yeah um and I think that's just more of a conscious effort that you have to continually remind yourself like it's completely out of my control like stop thinking about it it's gonna work out how it's supposed to work out it's extremely conscious um that's actually what this tattoo means um control what you can control let go of what you can't Mm -hmm. because my mom like would always tell me that and like now I'm telling like you know then I'm you know telling myself this and now I'm like telling other people or friends that I like you know deal with certain things and think it's the end of the world I'm like the situation is what it is right like let's look at it super just like black and white even though that's not how I think but sometimes you have to like rationalize for sure black and white the situation is what it is um, you can't change that. How are you going to react? You, you can whine, complain, bitch, moan, cry, curl up in a ball. Like, your situation's still the same, right? It's not going to change. Or option B, you can figure out solutions. You can be proactive. You can talk it out. You can, like, you know what I'm saying? And it's easier said than done, but it is very conscious. And I've had to tell myself, like, my situation is what it is my by not doing anything about it and by just like complaining about it it's gonna make it worse like Mm -hmm. right and that's self-loathing too it's like my situation's bad i'm gonna make it worse so i can have a right to complain about it or you can just like realize that i don't know just you're gonna figure it out it's okay you've been through your worst days already it is conscious and i think a lot of people just don't do that ditch effort to like you know what i'm saying even want to I don't think people understand how often people self-sabotage. Like, completely subconsciously. I want to read that book that you told me about because I'm aware. Yeah, I'm like aware. I'm not aware when I do it, but I'm aware that I might be doing this. Like, oh, is this self-sabotage or like, do I actually think like this? But it's even like on a more like granular base. Yeah, where it's like. Like, there's an an example in the book where it talks about two people in the exact same situation. They're driving around a parking deck. They have a really big meeting that they have to get to. Mm-hmm. Circling around the parking deck. They know that it's going to be busy, so they show up 45 minutes early. Mm-hmm. Circle, circle, circle. Can't find a spot. They end up being 15 minutes late for their, their meeting. Walk in. One guy just understands this isn't something I could change. I did everything I could. Let's get in there and kick ass. Mm -hmm. And the other guy, you know, gets pissed off and frustrated and angry, goes into the meeting, makes a big scene and says, oh my gosh, this is what happened to me. Makes a fool of himself, blows the meeting. Guy A is sitting pretty, his boss is super happy because he killed the meeting because he came in with the right mindset. Exact same situation. Right. But it's all about how you react to it. And it's the yes. tiniest little things. Like being upset that you can't find a parking spot and relate to a meeting. I think that's a valid thing to make 
people stressed out, mm-hmm. but it's about how you respond to it. Yes. Right? It is your response because your body will like kind of naturally follow, right? If your mind is like, okay, like, you know, it is your body's like, okay, I can calm down. I can be poised. I can relax. I can For sure. conduct myself. So it's funny. I actually have a personal anecdote that happened today. I go to, I scheduled myself a class, 1230 hot yoga. And um, I'm so excited. I'm like, I'm going to get a deep stretch. Like, I was just so hyped. Like, I'm going to sweat all the things. So I followed this girl because I was like, oh, like, ask the front desk lady, like, where's the yoga studio? I haven't been to a class. And this girl's like, oh, I'm going. I'm like, okay, I'll follow her. She's like, you can put your stuff in these lockers, whatever. So I put my stuff there. She goes somewhere else. I don't know where she went. I guess to the right class because I didn't. Um, I walk into a class and, like, everyone has yoga mask. I'm like, okay, cool. They're all grabbing, like, little two-pound weights and, like, a slider. I'm like, that's little different yoga like all right i'm like it's not even hot in this room like it's supposed to be hot yoga the instructor like starts putting on music <laughs> it's like like you know some upbeat pop music i'm like this isn't super relaxing but okay <laughs> bro i joined a bar class dude bar is hard yeah it's hard i don't give a fuck it was not the workout i wanted to do when i say i was pissed like i haven't been mad in a long time like i was beside myself (laughs) like genuinely i was pissed i'm like i want to lift heavy shit or do yoga i'm not trying to do these little fucking plies i was so annoyed did you get the little weights and the slider things too no no i didn't know it was bar until the class started so did you partake or you yeah i did and this is where i this example comes in and i tried to talk myself down the whole time of guess what your situation's not changing you have an hour in this class. You can either <laughs> hate it, which I still did. I barely, I was so mad. I was like checking my watch all the time, like looking at my notifications on my watch. But I was like, I had to talk myself out of like being angry about being there and just like submitting to the moment and just like, okay, you're here. It is what it is. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I was still angry, but I like thanked the co- like the instructor at the end. I was like, thank you. Like I met a girl in the class. You know what I mean? So I was like, Trying to make the best of the scenario, and then I went and fucking crushed back day because I needed to. I need. I needed to feel like a fucking gym bro again. I was so. I felt so like. I was so beside myself, bro. I was holding onto a bar doing plies. Like, I was so upset. <laughs> it was not what I wanted. I did bar, maybe a couple times in college. We had like classes mm-hmm. at Florida State that you could go to for all sorts of things. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Classes all for sorts sure. Of shit. Charlotte had that too. Um. And I went with my roommate, and that shit, bro, kicked our ass. Like, I was feeling sore for days. It burns with, like, the intricate muscles. Yeah, I was about to say, muscles I did not yeah. know were there. And I had been, like, consistently going to the gym at right. that point. Like, I was, Fair. I thought I was feeling good. Right. Yeah, I went there, and I'm like, damn, my shit hurts. Yeah. I was not happy to be there. <laughs> it was just not the work, like, it's just not, you know, it's also, like, not what I expected. I was like, I wanted <laughs> hot yoga, chilling, sweet pouring sweat flexible like i wore spandex in a sports bra and i was just like not into the whole vibe but i would love to go to hot yoga <sighs> so bad i and i try to go to the one tomorrow and it's all booked out so and here's the thing i would never willingly go to a bar class like i've always avoided it on purpose and then i went but whatever long story short it's mindset and i got through it and then i went right. and figured other shit out and had a good workout Maybe it was for the best. Maybe, you know, you weren't supposed to go to that yoga class. Yeah, maybe I would have passed out and thrown up. Probably. Maybe. All right. Well, I have to pee. <laughs> so you want to... I still have the hiccup. Okay. So we're doing really well. We'll cut this bitch. 
off, but thanks y'all for listening. Remember when we said this is going to be about routine? <laughs> and I yeah. love that it wasn't. I'm pretty sure you got like two seconds into your morning routine and then we never talked about the rest yeah, of it. Yeah, that's usually, that's why this is called rant not over. Like <laughs> I remember earlier, real quick, earlier um, when I first started making them, my friend would listen and he would like give me feedback and he was like, maybe like write down talking points like this is like very very early like this is a freestyle yeah and i was like this is how my brain works literally operates like my friend what did she tell me i'm like a um oh fuck i forget what she said she compared my personality to something because i like i'm just constantly like going it's like boom boom boom. oh squirrel okay this and that like Mm -hmm. i never come full circle but i named it appropriately so you know what you're getting into with rant not over but thanks, India, yeah, for chit chatting on a Friday night, yeah. and then we'll do yours next. Do you have a name for yours? Nope. Okay. Well, who knows if I'll it. ever put that out into the ether? You will. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna like encourage that. Thank you. Yeah, until you do it. <laughs> okay. Maybe we're the next. Uh, what's the podcast you were telling me about? Which one? Girls gotta eat. Girls gotta eat. GGE. Girls gotta eat. Girls gotta. Squat. Girls gotta lift. I don't know. Girls gotta not do bar. Girls gotta routine. Girls gotta what? Girls gotta routine. Girls gotta routine. Bitches love routines. Okay, y'all. Thanks for listening. Uh, Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. And we'll talk soon. Happy Friday. We're recording this on a Friday, and it'll be released next Friday. So every Friday. I know. Okay, for real. Bye, y'all. Peace.